might tell you, oh yeah, man, you want to smart though, just focus on the book thing, innit? But I want to drive, yeah. the, I want to drive the gym, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I want to pour them bottles all tots. I said, define babes, they're coming to you. <laughs> is it books? Is it books that I'm going to be giving them? Oh, is it a champagne? <laughs> You're looking hello bright, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yellow. <laughs> yellow ass. Like it's beautiful in every shade. Yellow. It's yellow black. <laughs> oh, you saying I'm yellow now, huh? So look like wait, yeah, why'd you put that setting though? What? That setting on the, the above the So you thing. want them to look white? It's only because of the, the natural light and the walls. They're thinking that if we had white background it would make more sense. <laughs> Alright man, well y'all gonna get yellow hacking if you want. <laughs> no gotta lie though. I think I think I might need a visit to the barbers, man. Yeah, bruv. Look, look down confirmed over next week. Next Wednesday next Wednesday. Wait, confirmed? Yeah, we ain't going until it's just going back into tears. Seen touch road. <laughs> we have, well we know Emmanuel's happy. <laughs> He, he was touching road regardless. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was even biking a dag. He said, if you can't drive, we'll bike it. <laughs> Surprised he didn't try to go over the, you know, the other uh, bridge. <laughs> he probably has, but, but probably he, has, he, but, you know, he, he didn't just, document it. Yeah, he's just quiet about it because you don't want to get onto him still. Sneaky, sneaky, jiggy, But we know now he's going to be doing it with, uh, with impunity. We're going to be seeing Queen Elizabeth Bridge a bit more frequently. Do you know what? Do you know what? I can't wait for. The, I can't wait to wash my car back. Oh, that's like, that's it, is it? But I, I saw some car plate. Well, the one in Tilbury's open. The one in Tilbury. I've driven past it and it's been open. So, no, I, I go to the one in in Grays, isn't it? Where the one next to the Tesco, isn't it? Oh, that's the one I go to. Nah, they've been closed. Oh, yeah. I swear. I went on the the day before lockdown. It must be tough for them, man. Though. Bro. Yeah, it must be a mess still. No, I actually miss a clean car but I'm not going anywhere with anybody so uh, yeah you know no we're in a lockdown I can't I'm talking talking after the lockdown well currently we're in a lockdown (laughs) bro I I know what I'm saying tomorrow is not guaranteed (laughs) (laughs) well well, I I hope so (laughs) so 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 I'm a bit bit negative there bro damn bro you good I'm just saying tomorrow's not guaranteed. I can't be making plans. Okay, so if tomorrow was guaranteed. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's your question. <laughs> Sir? Uh, no, it's calm. Sir? Bro. Don't worry. You want to ask me something? There's always an episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Jesus doesn't come, yes. Oh, yeah. If, if Jesus tires. If Jesus Jeez. doesn't tire. Focus on your own life. How about that? Are you taking anybody out? <laughs> Are you taking anybody out? You're just talking about how somebody's father. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's father was shushma. Asking you questions. <laughs> I'm what kind of conversation? Are you having in the midnight hour? First of, all, first of all, see this is why this is why <laughs> you might be misconstrued. Is that, hey. is that where you want to go? Public service and all. No, wait, who knows? Is that <laughs> where you want to go? But do you know? Do you know? What did I say? Wait, what man, did I say? Man is not discussing that for, the, for her. Relax. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, last year you were laughing so, at me though. You're the one that told you to sing. I, I didn't laugh at you. I laughed no, at what he said. Nah, he laughed, but you laughed at that situation. I laughed at what he said. No, nah, but, uh, but if, bro, if you look, bro, look at the video, bro, clearly. No, but the thing is though. No, no, no. The thing is though. No, the thing is. How do I do this? 
finish. First of all, if you look at the video, clearly I don't start laughing until he makes a okay, comment. But you laughed at my situation first. No, but you laughed at my situation though. Bruh. But the only reason why you can't relate is because you are a heartbreaker. That's <laughs> wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, you're a heartbreaker. Bro, you're, a you're a heartbreaker. heartbreaker. You're a heartbreaker. How did she feel? Oh, How did she feel what? when you broke her heart? Huh? Old Akid. <laughs> I can that will proud us to college. That I can. <laughs> Free wait. Jesus. Free the bad boy. Forex giant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I don't mean spill my iPad, bro. Chill, man. I've got other Bible for you. I can be a bad boy. Don't worry, man. We won't expose you for being a heartbreaker. I didn't break no hearts, though. If we ask that person. Yeah. Would they say the same? Oh, definitely. <laughs> say that you did? I didn't bring that They'll uh, say you did it. Nope. What would they say? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. What would you? Like you just had fun. Vibes. That's a long time for pure vibes. That's a long time for pure vibes. No, to be fair, I don't want to talk like that, but... That's cool. Just say... Just that... The one who came after... Let them allow... Unfortunately, the one who came after allowed them to realize that I was that I was. Uh, hey, what? I was a good guy. I was the, I was the good guy. Oh, you were the good guy. Yeah, fam. Bro, For breaking down. Things work out. Then you know you know there was where you think you met the devil. You call someone a devil when they're not the devil. Then you meet the devil. You now come and say, ah, no, I even realized that. How do I decide to come back and say? Uh, not the devil stuff. No, nah, but, but it's something along the lines of a conversation, man. Yeah, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Old flames. You still chat to them? This was time ago. <laughs> like, this was like, yeah, it's like five years ago, bro. Damn. Yeah, bro. Yeah, five years ago. So. I hate you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's mad, dear? I said this was five years ago. This is about the same amount of time this bro been out the game. <laughs> Father. <laughs> you ain't even been out of the game for five years. Him. Oh damn! Oh yeah. Anyway, hello and welcome to our boys' podcast this fine evening, um, night time. Um, it's your host Junior. You still here? Anyone else would like to introduce themselves today? That would be great. Cool. All right, slow down. <laughs> it's your boy Akim. And once again, here we go. <laughs> Don't hate the player. Not tonight. We, we, we ain't got time. Time is fast. Time is fast. But it's your favorite. Hey, you know what's making me crease today? Yeah, AK. Okay. When when they were doing when the man were putting the the post of <laughs> old stingy men yeah. into into the chat and what's it called? The funniest one. Yeah. Wait. Oh, let me get let me get up before I, before I misquote it. But, um. Was this like an Insta or Twitter or something? Yeah, no, it's on Insta. It's just a thread of people talking about their their dealings with men and being stingy. Um, so I went on the first date with a guy, and I bought the cinema tickets, and he offered to get pick a mix. Wait, 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 wait. When we got to the till, he asked me to put some sweets back because he oh, it was over what he wanted to spend. Dave's kind. Swiss back. Are <laughs> <laughs> you not embarrassed? Oh, my days. Are you not embarrassed? Because. Oh, 
fam. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Sometimes I hear this, you know, I'm thinking like, no, this nah, is this is, Sometimes yeah. I'm listening, I'm thinking, this story Bro, just... There was, the, Ma- there was the McDonald's one. Oh, what the that? We asked for £4.96 back. Huh? No, when he... We when he bought for £4.96. No, I thought it was the one where she got a 99p McFlurry and then he took her to the ATM to oh, take yeah, money to, out. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to withdraw she, she didn't have change or she didn't have money. Yeah. Or something. Oh, no, man, a, man, 99p, bro. Wait, you know... Really? Okay, you know You know what was a mad one Yeah, that I wanted to ask? So, my ex wanted to take me and his mum out for dinner. We we got there and it was like a proper up place. The waiter came and asked for one bill and he said... No, two. My mum on one and one for her. So him and his mum, he'll pay for him and his mum. And she'll pay for she'll pay for herself. Yeah, she'll oh, go herself. Bro, you leaving that place single, man. <sighs> you better hold tight to your mama. <laughs> and his mum's not going to say anything. Bro, there's a couple guys that are doing spreadsheet as well about all the expenses they spent. I'm gonna say put it together for a spreadsheet, fam. Nah, my, see, you see, I understand when girls say that. Like, his mom and his go out at the same time if you knew you were gonna pay for them. Fam. I, my, my thing is, I understand when girls say that, fam, when you wanna come and date, yeah, like, it's not that they don't want a guy who can't hold his own, but you need money to come and date, bruv. They, they don't want a guy who can't hold his no, own. No, but, fam, I hear it. Like, you need to be, you need to, no one's saying that you need to be up, up, but you need to be willing to. Might as well be. <laughs> Mm. I think it just depends on what you're planning on doing in it. Like, no, it's just just be reasonable with yourself. There's man. different things. Like, you don't have to do what everyone is doing. Like, you don't have to go to it, to West London. What's your, what's your, your business? Cut your cut according to your size. Yeah. What, what are you doing in West London? Yeah. Your father hasn't got a house there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but man, man, not even asking. Man, not even asking to to split McDonald's. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. And that, that, yeah, that, that one, yeah, that's bottom barrel. Wait, that wait, one, Boris Johnson, you filled the yeah. people. <laughs> there was one, there was one thing where apparently the one guy, like this is time ago, that one guy was doing shopping, yeah, and she put biscuits and he put a separator. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> It was Oreos as well, I think. Man said he put the divider between. Divider between. Oreos are like 50p back. Yeah, well, most, most time when I saw they're like 55p, yeah. If I'm, man said no. I no, can't no, lie, no. yeah. Maybe he had a strict budget in it. But I can't lie. Maybe, maybe he had a strict bro, budget in it. Bro. Men have been taking L's, bro. Black men have been no, taking L's. No, they've been taking L's. How they taking L's? Bro, oh, bro they've, they've been attacking us. They've been shaming us. It's not us, cuz. No, but as a race, as a species, we are getting finished. Minus me. <laughs> no, no, my, it ain't minus no bro. Minus me, please. Nah, you know are y'all black men? Oh, y'all uh, no, no. Listen, listen wait, 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 first of all, oh gosh. First of all, race don't define me. Race is a man, a man-made construction. So right, construction. Yeah. <laughs> man-made construction. Construction. Yes. Construct. I know it's construct, but I'm oh, saying okay. it's a man-made construction. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This ain't real. There's only one race. The human race. Well, in the white man's eyes, you black. Yeah, <laughs> you black. Because, because I really thought that he was gonna come and say all lives matter at that point in time. Oh, oh, chill, but all lives do matter. But black lives matter. I don't subscribe to it. I can't. As I said, bro, they've been finishing. Bro. They've been finishing. Nah, bro. Bro, it was International Men's Day, yeah. And before 12 p.m. Before us that will be on our own international day. Bro. No wishes of love. Before 12 o'clock, fam. We just hope that this year, next year, this year. Nothing like that, bro. Just attack. You know what? Finish on. I'm even wondering, what thing was it on that day? It was noticing was on that day as well. 
Was that on that day? I think, I think it was the day before. before. I think it was the day before. What, what, what did he do? Man, them just messing. Uh, hey, bro, he just he went to the link as X still. Hmm? He obviously has he has that girl that you know that he's with and she's yeah. pregnant. Yeah, he went to go and link his link his ex. Why still. she pregnant? Why man. she pregnant? Man, obviously she, the the girl that he went and linked was just moving mad on Insta yeah, and chatty patty. He went she, on Insta live. Now, now apparently she's in the booth, which we need to stop people from oh, influencers man. from getting into oh, the booth. Oh, well, well, well. Is it gonna come be like a lot? Fam, I don't know, man. I will see it. What, what did Lord come and do? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be another crap song anyway. <laughs> but um, yeah. So there was that. The, I forgot what else happened. What this week? Yeah, that uh, the week, bro. But all I know is international men. All they've done is the whole. So we've had I a guy. You. We've had a guy cheating. During International Men's Day, basically around about it, we've had men being stingy and girls telling their stories. Where we've had the Dutchavelli thing, but we won't speak too much on that. Still, did you see, um, um, did you see that scenario that like the BTS pod put out? No, I haven't. Um, oh, what the the Nigerian Nigerian guy, the man, the one that the woman came back. Yeah, and said yeah, dementia or something like that. Nah, you know that's so crazy. Let me even see if I can find it, bro. Listen, yeah, men ain't men ain't ish, man. (laughs) Men ain't ish. I I understand why they've been getting on us, but like, oh yeah, it's been like every day, fam. Dating an older man, apparently six months. His wife, his wife passed last year. He had her pics in the house, and it made me feel uncomfortable, so I left. I came by again unannounced, and the wife was there. Alive. <laughs> he, oh huge fat. He says he has Alzheimer's and does. And I do. I will not remember you. <laughs> oh, she said I'm pregnant. Help. I mean, older guy has told this babe that his wife had passed away, but she hadn't. No. And what is this babe to him? Just like, well, she was he was dating her, but then obviously I think she left because she was uncomfortable. He still had pictures of his wife in his house. I don't think is that man though, your wife. I still have pictures. Yeah. And she passed. She had God, for, God forbid. She no, but if he if she did, then yeah, she still did. Had pictures. Yeah, that's not bad. That's fine. Fair enough. She felt uncomfortable, but. I don't think it's down. Yeah, no, it's not. It's, it's not unreasonable. It's not unreasonable. I would feel like. Well, it depends how long she passed away. He said the last year. If if you took them down back. I mean, have, like, the, have, have, they, have they got kids as well? Like, well, I don't know. You, they don't. You, you can't really tell much in the whole situation. But he's man said he has Alzheimer's. You know, you don't go forgive him. Oh my gosh, it's even worse because he's pregnant. Yeah, fam, I heard that last bit, man. Man said, man said, I don't know who this Billy Jean is. Fam. Oh. But yeah, man. Yeah, we 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 were we were we were getting it, man. Stop, stop putting us in the same category. Bro, I can't no, lie. It, no. was, it was peak, fam. Peak, bro, it was like, bro, it was, it was nine a.m. when someone already said International Men's Day is in the gutter. Bro, it was finished. <laughs> bro, we just we said T R was in flames. We didn't even make it to lunchtime. Bro, oh, we didn't gosh. even make it to lunchtime. Ah, baby, I just want to eat my breakfast, please. Fam, fam. <laughs> Fam, no, we got finished. Mm. We got finished, man. Dude, but but do you know what, fam? I mean, what do you expect, man? Men men need to do better. Yeah, but it's, not, it's not saying that women are are, are the perfect gender uh, ah, because uh, because uh, if it's tip or tap, but not gonna uh, lie, though, I need we can we can we can really do basketball. I need basketball. I, I need a, I need a men's alone or something like that for men to come and 
for, me, me, men to come at, uh, <laughs> for, for men to come and say what I girls mean, do. God, bro, this oh, the attack has been too much, man. man no, but you know what it is, though. You yeah. talk to me, yeah. You know it's a hit me up, man. Don't worry, it's a safe space. I was good. More time, <laughs> more time. I feel like guys just won't speak up as much, though, innit? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, there was one guy. There was yeah. one time where someone done. Um, a Mendeloni yeah, yeah, on Twitter, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, and they well, and then they ended up exposing the people that DM. <laughs> <laughs> can you see? Can you see? Can you see? Can you, see? Uh, you, you see guys, guys like the you know the secret stuff. Like what's, yeah. what's the stuff that they do on Twitter and on and on Snapchat where you be asking questions on non oh what's yeah, yeah anonymously like curious cat yeah yeah and all of that stuff. That's when you will get guys asking that like, dumb questions and stuff like that. That's what they want. Girls, they're upfront like guys. No, no, yeah. no, they'll still be anonymous though. The girls yeah, will be anonymous. I, I can press the thing. Um, just more time, more time is like, um, what do, what do they say? They're like, oh, bleep, bleep my name out or don't cut, cu- cut off my name. But men, I, they were just, we I just want to do it. He's remaining anonymous. So. Yeah. Fam. What's, that, what's that thing like, um, Dear Deirdre and all of them. Agony Hearts, isn't it? Yeah, man, now we need to. Long time. have been having their platform What was the last time you read a physical newspaper? Read a physical newspaper? Yeah. Uh, bro, Time, secondary school days. <laughs> Probably yes. Damn, but obviously because we used to actually get got, sections. Yeah, used to get yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. papers and read on the bus. Yeah, yeah I that story. nerds. Don't sorry, because we want to educate us. We want to stay involved. Yeah, you see, this world is funny. Can yeah. you imagine? They'll, they'll mm. actually get onto you for trying to be do the right things. <laughs> no, I don't mind. Come here, Ned. But Damn. I can was the best of both worlds. <laughs> the nerdest, the nerdest road man. <laughs> Um, I like to read my book back. I bond you too. Can bang you, you Anyway, <laughs> moving on. I found he's a triple threat, you know, and now he's found Jesus. Oh my that's god, that's crazy! What a perfect segue. What a man. Well, <sighs> so you know, seeing as this episode thirty, um, cheeky little milestone, you know that this podcast is, you know, three Christian boys trying to get through life, you know. In a good way to make heaven and that, so we talk about all sorts of things and that. Emphasis you know, on the episodes of the tribe. Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it hard. It hard. It pain me. We fall down. Are we trying but, to get up? <laughs> yeah, shout out to Uncle Donny. <laughs> but seeing as this is the kind of episode, so we just thought episode thirty. Oh, we dove into a couple stuff in it, but you know, you know who's gonna lead it. So, while I come to the streets, while I now, right now, introduce the one and only, bring it, bring it, the one and only, the Bible board. <laughs> all everyone knows how to do is read the word, pray to God, do all of that. Church, I would just like you to, at this moment in time, to rise up with me. <laughs> Oh, welcome to the pure pits. Be sure to be okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> continue clapping for the Lord. Continue clapping for the Lord. Take water. Take water. Take water. Oh, yeah. Help you carry it. Help you carry it. You got it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna start singing songs. You're gonna come out and join me. Thank you for everybody for having me. Don't, don't clap for me. Don't clap for me. It's not me that I clap for. Clap for Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. Hallelujah. I just want to thank um, you know, 
your host Junior and your, your host it's your, it's your favorite E-man <laughs> <laughs> for bringing me on but you know I just pray that I won't speak on my own accord hey man but, yeah nah Bishop you're ready to take notes ah <laughs> uh, chill man <laughs> let's go um, uh, that's a good question yeah for you man um, if you could describe yourself by an, as an animal what would you what would you say you what would you think of yourself as Junior you go first bro Oh, I'm giving you the platform, man. Take it. Go for it, man. You look like you got the answer, man. Why is everyone before you? Huh? Why is there always other people before you? Sometimes you be the first. Grab it by, grab it by the scuff of the neck. Well, I've just asked you, so. Anyway, um, why didn't you ask us this before, then? Why are you asking us now, then? So you ain't got time to think about it. Um, <laughs> I'd like to be an eagle. I would have said cat. Why there? If not that, you know what's up now. Fox. You got to fight for the hell out of us. Apparently he sees himself as more majestic. You got to fight for the hell out of us. All right. Cracker Jack. Okay. Sorry. I'm screaming. I'm just, I'd probably say. Let me let me go with a with a, a grizzly bear, cheeky mm, little bear. They're a bit fat, aren't they? That's fine, bro. What's your point? <laughs> hey, I still bro. think he's a cat. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> that's not my business. Mm. Okay. I'm no longer a cat. I am no longer a grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy that says shit after lockdown is he's flying out. Don't mind this. Don't mind this. I am. No, no, no. Cats are doing You don't know if they're gonna go I'm contract Carolina. Are you not so listening? What they've done? What they've done now? They've locked all the the pen flap. <laughs> so after after lockdown, phew, bro. I'm no longer a slave to sin. You see that cat life? Ah, that cat was a slave to sin. He loved it. This eagle right here. Eagle. No. Oh. We saw over that, man. We don't do that stuff. Amen. Amen. Say it again. Amen. Yeah, man. I can, can you continue, please? <laughs> what about uh, yourself? Well, yeah, what about yeah. yourself? Are you asking me? Uh, all right. Um, you know, normally I'd be probably say something quite vain, you know, you know, like a lion. Mm. But no, I'll probably say, um, I'd say maybe a wolf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what made you pick wolf? Y'all you, explain yours. Oh, okay, he got All right, then explain it. Don't explain it. You lost it. You told us to pick. Yeah, that's uh, right. Well, no, no. For me, um, I'll just say, obviously, you know, um, for me, I believe uh, the best version of yourself is in community with other people. Um, so, like the wolf, the strength of the wolf is the pack, and the strength of the pack is the wolf. Obviously, mm. so for me, yeah, I believe the strength in numbers, isn't it? Yeah, but no, that makes sense. Being part of a pack is just like a little reminder that yeah, it's bigger than you, kind of thing. But um, yeah, and then the wolves in the packs they're meant to be quite loyal, you know. Mm. I, I'd like to hope that I can, I can, you know, <laughs> be a model of that. Mm. But um, yeah. No, uh, that's 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 a good explanation. You had time to think about that, yeah, though, didn't it? Real cute, though. No, that's good still. Right. Any reasons y'all come up with yours? I just wanted to know. Are you part of your pact? Huh? 
Well, I would hope so. Just make it short. I would hope so. Wait, so I'm, why did you pick Eagle? I've been loyal to the wrong people. I like the characteristics of an Eagle, so I can really... Um, why are you saying... Bro, I'm listening to you from this guy. No one's doing anything. No, no, no. I can say it. No, no, there's no thing. I gave him attention. Real stuff. I know what I mean. I said, Gilly Conscious. He said, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not legal. Nah, what? I'm a pigeon. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I said, Pigeon. I demand a lot more respect than that. No, nah, bro, I'm playing, man. I'm playing, I'm playing. I apologize. Sorry, I forgive you. You know, you're you're a real priesthood, man. Thank you. You know, bro, say the the <laughs> yeah, get to the, cut to the chase. Um, nine eagle is just uh, a majestic creature. Um, loves. It's got great vision as well. Um, in terms of it, flies so high above everything, and um, it can see its target from such. A high vantage point, um, and yeah, I, I really just love the characteristics, and that's what I'm aiming to become. You know, mm. have great vision, attack, just the way an eagle does. And then there was something that um, you guys even pointed out in terms of how the eagle um, rejuvenates mm. itself as well about going through the tough circumstances oh after um, 45 years or something like that yeah going through that tough um period of time going to the top of the mountain um really breaking down and shedding um its body just so that it can continue going um much longer um, and becoming much stronger so um that's why i can really say that the eagle really I feel like in this in this previous in the season that I've gone through as well, like I feel like I've 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 been making no, but um, yeah, that's why I would say an eagle. So mm. and yourself, sir, grizzly bear. Uh, you know this man to go and come and search on Google for I don't even know what he's on. What's he searching? But I'm just looking at characteristics. So I can know what <laughs> what an eagle or yeah. grizzly bear? No, of his bear. No, but uh, as <laughs> stupid. Nah. Do your research on the, on the job. Bro, I right. could, bro, that's what you call using your devices, bro. You got we're in a technological technological era of life. But yeah, no, I would. I didn't even get anything from what I searched. Um, I probably say why well, I'd say probably bear. Um, you know, warm fuzzy inside. <laughs> <laughs> a warm fuzzy inside, you know what I mean? You know, I'm I'm open, you know. I'm open. I come to you, come talk to me. No, I'm joking, but um, a bear is when, not open, sir. <laughs> no, but be watching cartoons. You got the wrong idea, bro. The the bro, look. When they're when they're cubs, he's been watching um Big Bear in the Blue House. I'm screaming. No, but when they're cubs, they're like you know they run around, they're playful, like that's me in it. <laughs> no, I'm trying to explain. Okay, cool, cool. I'm, bro, I'm just asking, Don't man. be silly. Bro, you said... Alright. Yeah. No, I know, but that doesn't mean I am a cub. I'm talking about characteristics. So, when they're you younger... You always be a cub to Jesus. Anyway, they are they are playful. You know, they're out here. Um, They like to get around. But I also think they're kind of misunderstood. Sometimes I feel like I'm misunderstood. Nah, you go... When you be a bear... <laughs> no, but they're, misun- bro, they're misunderstood, no, though. No, no, when you go... Bears, 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 bears aren't violent, bro. When you go and meet Bro, bears aren't violent, bro. You pull when you cross their territory, time. they might move a tap away. No, but 
more time they come when you go and they and stay back a bear mm. pull out facetime and tell me how i should react okay yeah. Man, yeah. Man said all, I, all i'm Brother, saying is i'm running for my life they're warm they're fuzzy you know they got Ooh. the fur you In know fact, what i mean make it a pet yeah well who, and lord knows i'll bring it to the some, some people have had them They've had But I said, bro, they're, mis- they're misunderstood, bro. Of course, they'd be. If anyone comes into your territory, say, say you're you're chilling in your house, you're you're inside your phone in your boxer shorts, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And someone comes to the window and tries to come in. Are you gonna just be hi, hey, <laughs> hey? Or are you gonna go and as in attack? <laughs> I'll say no. No, you'll say, oh, hello, can I speak to you about the Lord and Savior? <laughs> <laughs> do you know about our good lord of Jesus <laughs> but you wouldn't bro so most of the time bears they're getting their territory no, attacked no you know? junior no one's fighting you on bro I, I think I think they're misunderstood no bro and you. I think I'm warm and fuzzy bro Look, I'm always there for people to go talk to and play for you know what I mean behalf, bro. yeah that's fine bro go and be that. eagle that's whatever bro that's, that's, that's you that's when, <laughs> it, when it was your own I didn't I didn't you know charge Jesus I'm not fighting you bro alright bro don't tell me to go and make one a pet bro you said that bears are misunderstood innit Bro, they're misunderstood, bro. Understanding for us, man. That's what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is the internet says, yeah, bears are not mean or malicious. They are gentle and tolerant animals. Mother bears are affectionate, protective, devoted, strict, sensitive, attentive with their young, not unlike people. Bears can be empathetic, fearful, joyful, playful, social. You know what I mean? So I think they're misunderstood. You guys just think they're scary. Of course they're scary, but you know. When you maybe when you get to know them, they'll be cool peoples. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, I don't think I'll be given yeah. the luxury. Yeah. Right, right, bro. I understand. I understand. Getting yeah, to know them on a yeah, deep yeah, personal, level. Yeah. but you know, don't worry, bro. Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you for um, enlightening me, bro. Yeah, really. I appreciate it. Yeah, but you know, on that note, um, yeah. Someone that's supposed to be giving sermon. Your phones are going off. It wasn't my phone. Oh, iPad. Sorry. That says the one on the MacBook. That one on the MacBook. Nah, it's because he's. Because I do. I'm doing, doing the notes. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm saying. Are you got? When do you update the notes? He said, he said iPad, but I'm saying, bro, you, you got the you got the MacBook. I ain't got MacBook. <laughs> I can just speak like Anyway, yeah. Um, cool. So, um, you know, uh, basically today gonna be a. Talking about somebody who you know we know quite well. Well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> if not, this episode gonna go real bad. <laughs> uh, no, but um, so yeah, no, uh, the Good Shepherd. Um, Jesus refers to himself as the Good Shepherd. Um, you know, in his word in the Bible, um, and you know we probably heard that a lot of the time. You know. Th- Jesus refers to himself as a lot of things, but just focusing on himself as the good shepherd um, and what exactly does it mean for us and what does that say about him? So I know he calls it, refers to himself in, in John chapter 10 and I'll read fr- from a little bit of it. Um, and then, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a speaker on it. But um, so I'm going to just read in the first few verses John 10 cool alright so John 10 from the first verse yeah very truly I tell you Pharisees anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber the one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep 
The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Alright, cool. And then... Uh, yeah, I think that's I for now. Well, I might just read on 6 and 7 then as well. So it says, Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. <clears throat> cool. So just a little... So I was listening to something the other day, and Priscilla Shower was just giving a little bit of uh, context in terms of... I've heard this name today. What's Priscilla? Priscilla Shower. Who is she? She is a Bible teacher, I believe. She's a Bible teacher. She's a woman of God, you know. Um, I think I was watching one YouTube video today and then these guys were talking about... Maybe, maybe daughter of Tony Evans. You know about Tony Evans? I heard of her. I heard of her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so just given... Because I think for us in the 21st century, sometimes we just hear, and we just hear that, oh, Jesus is the good shepherd. But we don't actually know, okay, culturally in context, when he was speaking to the people at the time, what did what did that necessarily mean? And you know, so take back to the ancient ancient world in um the Middle East. You know, nowadays technology is kind of cause like a divide. Shepherds don't really know their sheep intimately, but in those times, shepherds would actually spend almost all their time with their sheep their sheep would get to know them intimately and they their sheep um and yeah just explaining the sheepfold so back in those days they'd have, they'd have a sheepfold obviously they'd spend a day with the sheep the sheep would be grazing and whatnot blah 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 but at the end of the day there would be a sheepfold normally with a wall up to about waist height and made of stone probably and then there would be a one only one opening but it wouldn't have a door it wouldn't have a gate so, for example, I myself could be a shepherd with about 100 flock and you guys have a shepherd, a shepherd's well of 100 flock. Upwards of about 10 shepherds could bring their flock to stay in that sheepfold overnight. Um, and the whole thing about the, the sheepfold is that one of the shepherds would volunteer to be to stay and watch and the other shepherds, maybe nine shepherds or however many, would go and then spend the night in the city to rest. Um, that shepherd, the shepherd himself, was the gate to that sheepfold. So he would sleep in in the opening of that sheepfold. So he would be the gate. So when you see Jesus refer himself, refer to himself as, uh, you know, I am the gate for the sheep. That when he was saying that, they they actually know what he's saying. Um, and as well, symbolically, he's also speaking about Jesus being the gate to enter God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, like he speaks about being the way, the truth, and the life. And you know, no no one can actually come into God's kingdom except through Jesus Christ. So that's there's meaning behind that. And um. Yeah, so in that in that context, the that shepherd he would sleep, maybe not the whole night, but he would be the gate to the sheep to protect them from wild animals, from thieves, and maybe even from whatever maybe whatever is going on. That's why they're in the sheepfold um, to protect them from wolves. Yeah, protect from you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I'm gonna get to that because I'm not really a wolf, but you know. <laughs> But um yeah. So then obviously maybe in the next day I could see one of you guys coming from afar or a shepherd. I'd have to come get up and I try to identify as he's one of the shepherds that I recognise. After confirming that okay, this is a shepherd that I recognise, 
I let, I'd let you come past. So, you know, I let you enter into the sheepfold. Um, bear in mind, there's probably about a thousand sheep in this sheepfold at a time. But then once you've entered in and you call out to your sheep, your sheep will know, recognize your voice and come towards you. Oh, swear. Yeah, the sheep would come to that shepherd and recognize him. Um, yeah, and obviously it's crazy because obviously it's mixed. And it doesn't matter how we actually cause out to it, maybe it doesn't mean that they actually understand, but they know the voice of their shepherd and they will respond, even if they're amongst other flock, because they're mixed with mm, mm, maybe mm, nine, mm. ten other flock. And yeah, when they hear the voice of the shepherd, they actually respond to him and come to him. And even and then the ones who are not of his flock, they won't respond or they won't come to him. Um, and it just shows the relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. It is, yeah. The, that's a bit mad though yeah it's mad isn't it exactly it's mad yeah I was gonna say so wait if there's two shepherds on this side and three on that side and they're all calling out at the same time mm, apparently the difference you will know which way to go the sheep will know it's cause it's kinda like this isn't it um, I think you know like how people say if you're in a room and you hear your mom's voice even though there's bare people calling your name you still kind of know I where to go. You have to recognize that voice. Exactly. <laughs> and it's because you spent your whole life getting to know your mother, right? Or you mm. spent your whole life getting to recognize how she speaks yeah. or her voice. And for them, they literally spend their whole life with this shepherd. They spend their whole life with him. So then they will recognize his voice. They'll recognize how he speaks. And then in, in a way, yeah, they'll be able to respond to him. Sheep, sheep is lamb, isn't it? Sheep, lamb, I guess. Similar, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they wouldn't respond to the voice of a stranger, like Jesus. Jesus himself said, "Yeah, that story. I just thought it was, it was, it was quite, it was quite interesting still. Mm. Um, and for me, I just looked at it as well for us, like um, you know, the, we need to know our shepherd intimately. So when he speaks, we know, we know, and uh, we're not led astray. So we're able to discern when it's his mm-hmm. voice and when mm-hmm. it's a strange voice. Um, yeah. But the main important thing is that the only way that, that can happen is by in, first of all, first of all, what's the one thing that's important? Like, I think if I go to, where is it? Uh, John ten twenty seven, where he says, um, he says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Like, so the prerequisite to hearing, to hearing his voice is being his sheep. Not everybody is, is his sheep, you know, until you, until you put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal savior and you've received him and repented of your sin. Like we're not his sheep. Like I grew up in the church, but I wasn't always a sheep. Mm. So like, there's just understanding there's a difference. So that's the prerequisite, and just realizing that there's no special anointing, well, no special hotline where so one person can hear him more clearly. Like we can all hear him, but it's just about actually, do you believe you can? But now just moving on to to more about it. What the text says as well, like it's. What it speaks, what it says about us is not really flattering. You know, that like we spoke, I describe myself as a wolf. You know, you describe, you know, in the wolf, you sometimes you can have the pack, you have the alpha wolf or the alpha of the pack, the leader of the pack or whatever. You know, that in numbers and a wolf pack, they're quite powerful. Jesus said a, a bear, a bear thought of as, as powerful as well. You said an eagle, the eagle is quite majestic. Amongst the birds, it's probably the, the prized one, you know. Um, probably like the equivalent to the lion you know mm. people speak about the eagle the king of the air so to speak yeah. speak about the lion the king of the jungle but um as is the sound albury and he was just speaking about how like it's mad because that's how we look at ourselves but this word is telling us that spiritually like we resemble sheep 
it's like, oh, that's not that flattering, is it? I think I'd rather be a lion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then what does it say about us when it says that spiritually we're like sheep? For example, um, you know, sheep, they're, they're, not, they're not exactly clever. Um, so I listened to, so there's this story, I think it was even reported on the BBC a few years back, yeah, of there's a group of shepherds um, in Turkey, they're eating their breakfast and they neglected their sheep for a few moments. One of the sheep have gone astray and started walking towards a cliff and has walked over it. Lo and behold, the rest of the sheep followed, they just followed and uh, 1,100 sheep, so 1,000 and 1.1k sheep. The only the only reason they survived was because their fall was broken by about four or five hundred sheep that didn't survive. And you just see, it's kind of like, damn. I'm screaming. Uh-huh. Bro, that's, that's a loss. Bro, deep it. Uh, yeah. Big loss. Some of the shepherds probably might have lost whole flo- their whole flock. Yeah. Like just because they were... Fam, that's hella effort to get them sheep back up, fam. They had no one to lead them. Yeah. The shepherds were not in yeah. place. And it kind of speaks kinda like to us as well. We can't lead ourselves. We can't be led by ourselves. Or we can't allow ourselves to lead ourselves unless we're being led. You know, like, for example, when Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ, I can't follow you if you're not, being, if you're not following Christ. You're just gonna, we're just going to lead each other astray. Mm. Um, yeah, we're not strong either spiritually and I'm strong and we are vulnerable this is without a shepherd anyway um you know we can't figure out we can't figure out god but jesus yeah jesus can actually can show us you can you can kind of deep that in real life like or to say to the, our day and age is like people follow each other where mm. basically some of us are just following each other off a cliff at the end of the day yeah <laughs> bro like follow, follow for, real. Kill you. <laughs> for real yeah like one one will go over one will go down you know when people are like oh you're gonna go down that hill brother yeah like, <laughs> other people will follow him and go down on the same hill fam for real man uh it was actually i was just thinking like even before christ like there's there's sometimes you realize like you, you don't really know what's best and even when you when you think you know what's give best shut your mouth I can't relate oh, oh you can't relate I can't you relate. can't relate uh, what hey, do you mean before, hey, uh, before Christ what are you talking about bro before Christ even if you were even if you were seem to be morally good it's just to what to whose standard were you morally good you know? yeah bro yeah, we, even, we're safe now, isn't it? Yeah, outside of Christ, even when you're good, yeah, it's probably tainted because yeah, there's probably some selfish motive behind it. But um, you know, I forgive the yawning, man. No, nah, it's calm, bro. You know, man's had a yeah. With those who wait on the Lord, already do this. Nah, yeah. But then again, you now look at it, and it's like a cool. So what does that say about him? What does that say about Jesus? About Jesus the shepherd. Yeah. Um, one thing that's important, we realise that, obviously I spoke about the sheep, how they're not clever, they're not strong and they're vulnerable. So you see that they can't really fend for themselves. They're not really, they can't really defend themselves. They can't really protect themselves. They need, like the sheep, they need a decent shepherd. Not just a decent shepherd, but a good one. One that they can trust, they can depend on. They can depend on. Um, yeah. The shepherd is everything to the sheep. He provides for them. He leads them. 
He protects them. He cares for them. Even when you go back to Psalms 23, David, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Mm. And he himself, he was a shepherd as well. So yeah. he knows what he's speaking about. Like the Lord being your shepherd. We, as sheep, we rely on him for our protection, for our provision and, our, and for guidance. Have you ever been to that farms? Uh, no, uh, not, not since probably I was like yeah, a, not kid. Since a kid. Yeah, uh, I, uh, well, um, well, you know, it's thin and I shut you. No, I did. Uh, Someone got shipped. <laughs> Chill, man. <laughs> Chill. I don't think I went them time. I think, I think when I was younger, we went to Nigeria. Obviously, you know, you got family back in the village. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, probably. But other than that. Yeah, not yeah, not not. Farming, you know, it's, not, it, it's really interesting. Like, yeah, no, far, it's like farming and actually having animals. Like, like even just not even just talking about sheep, but mm. like, like chickens, goats. Bro, back in the day, having like livestock was a yeah. form of wealth. Yeah, yeah. If you said, "Oh, I have X amount of thing," mm. you looked at as like. But in the in the Old Testament, you see when they speak about people, they talk about. Like Job, Abraham, when they're listing yeah, the wealth, they're mentioning he had this how many cattle, yeah. this many goods. I'm thinking, all right. Now, so we look at them, oh, is that it? But, but back then, like, like, this is money. <laughs> but it's like, because even, okay, if, if we're even looking at Job now, fam, mm. it wasn't just that Job lost the the cattle and the thing, but he lost the people who were looking after them yeah. as well. Because that, to actually own a farm, that mm. is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. That's why like, some people, like you have to build that attachment with the animals as well. Because fam, they're actually wild. Like yeah. every animal is wild un- until, until it's they're big. domesticated. Yeah, yeah, unless until they're they're tamed. You have to you have to break. You kind of have to break them to tame them. Yeah, it's like, like it's, it's like what they do with. You see, when they say like a wild horse is like broke. War horses, yeah. Yeah. A war horse isn't useful unless it's broken. Yeah. Because yeah, you need to be broken to the will of its master. Man, it's that's that's insane. Yeah. Like when like when you deep what you have to do to an animal for it mm. to obey you mm. a human being it's kind of like um but yeah it's funny though because sometimes you can look at it in context like of ourselves in it but like, i don't wanna i don't wanna go there <laughs> like sometimes in some ways we have to be broken yeah for us to, be, true. to be able to walk in obedience because sometimes if i, I want to if, if if not i'll just go by how i feel and what i feel is right but in, in some way or form my will what my will was or is that's not in line with God's will has mm. to be broken so that I can be able I can submit to his will you know I feel like yeah. some people get it misconstrued when the Bible says come as you are Jesus mm. is like yeah come as you are mm. but know that if you're coming I mm. need to do my work on the Bro, inside of you I think I remember I said something a couple of things back I was like um, yeah I said that God loves you enough God loves you um, the way you are but he loves you too much to allow you to stay to the stay way that you way, are yeah. um, true love and true mentorship i remember reading something he was speaking about how true mentorship is loving you too much to see you say the same it's the insistence in getting the superior version of yourself out mm. and i was like yeah in that same way it's like love it's like if i love you so much i you're right you're not a bad person you're not the criminal ins- the insistence to yeah, get the best to bring the superior version of yourself get, out and it's like yeah it's true like yeah, I, I can say nice. i love you but but god's basically like because for this when god looks at it like this you look at it like god loves me cool but the, the end goal is be molded into the image of Jesus. When it says yeah. going from glory to glory, it's basically becoming more and more like Jesus. Yeah. This is the goal. Like if you read the purpose driven life, I think the third, our third purpose, the third purpose is to know and love God. Second purpose is to become part of God's family. Third purpose is to become like Christ. Mm. And that's the that's the main goal. So, so that 
they can see when they see me they see him um in the book he actually says about for example the the silversmith knows that the job is done when he can start to see his reflection in the silver mm-hmm. and in that same way god can be satisfied when he starts to see his son reflecting in us yeah. and that's the main goal is like where I'm growing, am I becoming, am I reflect, when I'm reading this word and I'm seeing the person of Christ, I'm seeing his characteristics, and I'm seeing his commands, am I, am I reflecting that more? I'm not, I don't need that to watch all of it. That's Because at the end of the day, no, carry on. Bro. No, because even this, this afternoon, I was talking to um, Peter and we mm. were looking at Deuteronomy. I yeah. think it was, uh, I can't remember where, what, what scripture. And it was just looking at, um, it was talking about, um, at, at the beginning of the passage, it was talking about divorce, but then it was talking about after it was talking about like if a man, if you lend money to a man, yeah, mm. but he's poor, yeah, and um, you take the money back mm. from him, but you can see that he's poor, mm. like God says, you have to give that money back mm. to him, like you can see he's poor and you're taking money, mm. and you, you like you loaned him money, yeah, like and people are just like, fam, when you're when you're actually reading the bible and mm. you're seeing these principles in here you're just like is this something that i can do in this day and age mm. like probably like we see our positions at so much hours like ah oh, but my man owes me regardless of your situation yeah like and i think that's the funny thing about the word as well like obviously it speaks to you as well mm. um like i think what it speaks about the word of god is alive and active sharper than any double-edged sword it cuts between the dividing line between the soul and the spirit and the bone and the marrow exposing your innermost thoughts and desires sometimes and it's like when you read it sometimes like you said you read it can i do that yeah but the the, the beauty in it is showing myself that i can't sometimes mm, mm. like being admitting that go okay in my own strength god i can't do i can't do this and this is where i humble myself and go if not for your grace god i can't obey you but I love you. You say that if you love me, you obey my commandments. Give me the grace that I can be able to. Because um, I think Rabbi Zachariah said it best. He's like, Jesus doesn't just change what, he didn't change what you do. Mm. He changes what you want to do. You mm. know, delight in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. It's like, I don't want, because before I used to look at it like, okay, if I delight in God, then that, that X6 I want, he'll, he'll, he'll give that to me. Mm-hmm. But then as you grow in it, like, and thankful for the Holy Spirit, I start looking at it like, okay, no, nah, it's not necessarily saying, I'll get the desires of my heart and everything I want. Of course, God can still bless us, but it's more that as I delight, as I become, to, as I grow and be delight more in the Lord, he starts to give me the desires of my heart. That's why mm-hmm. you notice sometimes your desires, as you're in Christ, there's certain things that I don't know about you guys, in it, but like, just, you're just not comfortable. Maybe yeah, certain things yeah. you could watch before, you're not comfortable. Certain jokes people could make you laugh about, but some mm. it just makes you uh, uh, no. Boy, Brian half price clothing. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, what? What's, bro, wrong, what's wrong with half price clothing? Discount, right? Or are you talking about? Oh, you want half price clothing? Oh, bro, illegal stuff. Chill, but no, but it's, a, it's that's a good thing. It shows that you're growing. It shows it's that shame, it's changing. <laughs> it's a shame. No, it's not a shame, but it's. It's it, it, you know look, I mean? look, no, I hate you though because sometimes we got Black Friday coming back. Sometimes, oh, sometimes there's, a, there's an identity crisis when you're <laughs> when you're kind of resistant in the change that you're seeing him do in your life. So sometimes now it's like, okay, this thing that I used to desire, I don't have a desire for. So that's the wrong thing as well. You start to desire certain things you never really desired before, and there's some things you never thought you wouldn't you would you would ever stop desiring that you don't really have a desire for, or the desire is just not there, like. um 
even for example, everyone has it. For example, certain sins just fall way easier, isn't it? Because mm. maybe they were never really, they didn't have a strong holding you like that. Yeah. But then there's others, obviously, that they take ah. more time or, or they oops, like, or, like to that nail. Yeah. <laughs> or it might be a constant struggle, but you're no longer for just, you're no longer just living, you're no longer a slave to it, mm. or you're struggling against yeah, it. So I don't, I don't you, not scan bags anymore at Tesco and Asda and I'm the self checkout. I pay, good, I pay now, bro. Conviction of the whole thing. It's a shame. But it's oh, a good thing too. Shame, man. It's, it's a good, good thing too. It's a, oh, you still do that? Sinner! <laughs> <laughs> chill, 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 man. Sometimes. Chill, man. Sometimes. Chill, man. Man sinner, man. Cool sinner. Cool. Sinner. Man says sinner. He points to you, sinner. Sorry. Sometimes I ask a woman for the bag. She gives me the bag. Uh, <laughs> and everybody makes my goods. I'm screaming. The, the machine is telling me to take my goods. <laughs> No, asking me to pay for the bag. Repents. God, I'm sorry, but you know they I'm gave me the repent. Bag. But yeah, I as well, like even like you said as well, like for example, where it speaks about godly sorrow, work of repentance, mm. but worldly sorrow just ends up leading to death. And it's because of the difference, godly sorrow, yeah, it gets to a point where now you don't look at just sin as oh something that's bad. That if I get caught or if people know, it starts to become a fact. I look at and go. Um, like in Psalms 51 where David is I think it's after he's you know done that with God doing the dirty Bathsheba and whatnot and stuff like that and he basically says that it's only it's you in whom that I've sinned against mm. um, cast me not away from your presence and renew God, your Holy Spirit from me um, you realise that raw this sin I did fair enough I'm out sinning against you but it's, mm. not, it's not you the main because we as we grow now we have a better view of sin sometimes we just look at sin as that or something is kind of bad but when you look at sin in in the grand scheme of things, where you look at it compared to a holy God, one who is mm-hmm. perfect, who is sinless without fault, a sin is like a major is a major offense you- against against him. And it's now it's now it's now that oh, because what what is sorry is oh I had an affair with my wife I got caught I'm sorry oh damn I've been caught they're mm-hmm. sorry because I've been caught or oh mm-hmm. this is gonna ruin my reputation maybe you're a pastor of a church and now oh I could lose my ministry and stuff like that, but. Uh, what's this guy doing? Chill, <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, cool. But um, mm. but what? But God. But it just shows that people, like people, are human, bro. Yeah, yeah. But nah, godly, but godly sorrow is like God. I have disappointed you. I've sinned against you. Do you know the why? Sorrow is that because for me, when you grow to understand the love that He has for you and what He did for you, it's kind of like a. It's like you're spitting at it. You're, you, you're, you're, like he says, you're, you're taking grace for granted. Do you know why? Like even when I was deep in this thing about sin, yeah, I think I was, I went back. I was talking to my friend during on the weekend. I went back to when we were talking in the brotherhood about um, the the greatest weakness oh. um, of a man, mm. um, and we were going through James one, and it was breaking down um, how. It's not, it just doesn't get to sin. First, we are, um, is it that we're, 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 we're tempted? Yeah, it's our, our own evil desires. It's, we're tempted, yeah. and then our evil desire takes over us and entices us. Mm. And then in that enticement, that leads yeah. to sin. So I it's like, it, there's stages, it's like, we can nip it in the bud. There used to be, um, I remember years ago, Tia, Tia, Tia said like years ago like when you used to like when she used to get like a bad thought she'll say that she would hold that thought captive mm. and then she'll cast her away and I would like, back then I was, I was like yeah I'll bang that because back then yeah now it was really doing me like <laughs> 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 now it was doing me like that still <laughs> 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 but 
but then when you pick up that full process yeah that no, full I think process one thing as well is um knowing what battles to fight certain mm. things yeah like it says there's certain things it says stand firm mm. sometimes it says flee sexual morality for example and things like that cool even no but in terms of that for example for like thoughts innit for me I realise sometimes when I fight thoughts the more you try to actually fight thoughts you're actually spending more time on that yeah. thought ah. best thing to do is start trying to teach yourself to think about other things mm. I can't you can't really think about two things at the same time so you start thinking about start thinking about, think about something that that's pure um it takes your mind away from the thing for example for me i started meditating on i came across philippians 4 verse 8 and then i started meditating on it and I, so it was like listen and, and i had to get to a point where i could memorize it i said i have to memorize this so i can say it off the top of my head if i need to what did like, they say? i don't do that too uh yeah no cool now dear brothers and sisters one final thing um think about things that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Mm. I thought about that. Honestly, it's not the coolest thing to say, but sometimes I just think about myself, who is excellent and who is worthy of praise. Mm. Jesus Christ is excellent, mm. he's worthy of praise. Word, and word, I just try to take word. my mind away from it. Mm, mm, mm. Um, before you know it, you're not thinking about it because you're thinking about this. Yeah. Obviously, man, it, it take, another thing as well is, it's about being consistent and be aggressive, offensive. Like, you can't just think that this thing is just, oh, one time I'm gonna start saying, think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise and just stop. Like, like Jesus says, you know, when a spirit is cast out, it will go away and wander away for a bit. And it comes back to see the house seven. clean. Yeah, exactly. So it's like sometimes like you have to be committed and disciplined to know that every time I think about this thought, I need to stop it. Because yeah. sometimes are you sometimes like, we're human, sometimes the thought will come, you entertain this, but then you realize, like, oh no, no, cool, stop. You need to get to a point where you're like, okay, this thought's coming out, stop. This thought's coming, stop. So you get to a point where now the thought comes and you just anyway. Yeah. But it's a it's a process. It's a process. Um but yeah, nothing that we can't, nothing we can, the, the main thing is just understanding that you can't do it, deal with it in your own power. Um, Realising that how part of you probably does want to do this thing, you know, that's... Because our flesh is weak. Yeah, yeah. I think one thing is actually realising that you want to do this thing. And just like, the, it kind of goes back to us being sheep. I can't do it in my own strength. Yeah. I have to rely on... On that the guidance. grace, yeah. on the yeah, the power of the Holy Spirit, the grace, the sacrifice. The Holy Spirit is a gift that's that's been given to us through the sacrifice that Jesus paid for us. Mm. And just remembering that, yeah, He did not just leave us alone. He sent us Himself in the person of the Holy Spirit yeah. to actually equip us to be able to live a life of holiness, righteousness. Mm. Um, yeah. That so, is, so wait, how how do you how do you go about? Um, what was the question? How do you go about clearing your mind or or of impure thoughts? No, no, oh, yeah, basically. Buffers. You just said something, but it was like, how do you go about stopping yourself from thinking those kind of thoughts? Um, so say a thought pops into your mind. How do you stop yourself? Like I was just, for example, that scripture. I try, I'll try to memorize it, and then I'll try and think about things other than that. I think one thing is we think. But then when you think about things other than that. Mm. You're still kind of thinking about it's just that. a distraction. You know what yeah. I mean? yeah, of course, I but it's that. a it's a slow it's a process because it's not something you can just, for example, addiction. Some people are addicted. Sometimes people are addicted to negative to those thoughts. What? Bro, what? <laughs> Sometimes what people are addicted doing? to thoughts yeah. bad, and it's like I can't just think that. Oh, in the and one thing is declaring. I was listening to one guy and he was talking about he had a problem with pornography. Mm. He said until he started to declare his believing what the word has said that mm. we are now that we are dead to sin. Like, we're not bound by the power of sin. We are saved from the penalty of sin. We're being saved from the power of sin. 
you know, and mm. we, we will be saved from the presence of sin. But it's a process, and you have to believe. First of all, you need to believe it. You need to declare it, and actually believe the freedom that's been given to you. You know, you can be set free. For example, it's like the story of the elephant. When the elephant is young, you tie a rope around the elephant's um, leg. It can't set itself free. But when an elephant is grown and it's fully mature, you know, a massive elephant, yeah. of course, it can, it can break free from that rope. Yeah. But because it's been tied by that rope all its life, it doesn't try because yeah. it thinks it's bound. And it's kind of like that. You've been bound, you've been bound with a sin or you've been struggling with this thing. For, at some point, you was even a willful slave to it. Now it's like, ah. Oh, um, I dare that thing to come. I don't want to. I don't want this thing no more. But you don't think you can. Mm. You need to believe in the promises. You need to believe in what the word has said. That listen, you've been set free from it, and actually start to first believe it, and then try to start living it. It's not saying that you'll never fall again, but the whole point is, you know, being submitted to the process of perfection, not being perfect. Yeah. But like I think it's that like just because you become a Christian doesn't mean that you become sinless, but you should be sinning less. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a journey. Um, I just submitting it to God, prayer. I think we sometimes when you think about it like bro we actually sometimes we struggle with prayer but it's like we actually have so much to pray about and and this is just even for yourself but even outside of ourselves mm-hmm. like I remember listening to um, Jackie Perry was speaking about how the, the someone asked like how what do you do when you um, in terms of motivating yourself your prayer or when you don't feel like you need prayer she was like the main thing is that first of all realising that it's a heart posture because you need to know you need to get to a point where you know that you're always needing prayer. Yeah. You are always in need of prayer. Because it I can have a mad thing going on, or this is happening, now I know I need prayer. But mm-hmm. it's like no, I need to get to a state of mind where I now I know that God, I always need to be in prayer with yeah. you. It's even in fact it's even it's we speak about wanting to know God's will for us, and that's something I wanted to go into later. But it's even it's if you spend time in his word, you know that it is his will for you. Pray without season. Mm. You know, we're actually meant to it's his will for us to be in prayer. Mm. So when the disciples came and asked Jesus, how, how do we pray? And he gave us the Lord's prayer. He didn't just give it for like, yeah, if you want to. Nah, there's prayer. Even you see Jesus in his life, in his ministry, in the Gospels, there's so many times you see that he reclined or he recluded from, from the masses or he went away to spend some time in prayer. This was one who was already one with God himself. Yeah. And I remember listening to something and it was like, if you realize all these signs and wonders that Jesus did, the disciples didn't go, oh, how do we cast out demons? Or how do we do this? How do we do this? But they asked him, how do, you, how, how do you pray? How do we pray? For them, they probably had discerned that the reason why he was able to do these things. A lot of the times, Jesus didn't even pray. He just commanded. was because they realized that his oneness with God was what allowed him to be able to do those things. When you spend that private life in prayer, when you spend that private time with God, for example, ministry is meant to be an overflow. You spend that intimate time with God. You spend relationship with God. You build it up so then your ministry becomes an overflow of the relationship that you have with God mm-hmm. instead of you starting to just make that relationship with God so that you have stuff to present or you have things to minister or whatever. It's meant to become an overflow. You know that, you know what I mean? That, that book that I said I was reading, The Shack, mm-hmm. so even there's a part in it that is talking about um, the relationship that Jesus has with the Father mm. and... Um, God was speaking about, no, Jesus was speaking about how he was able to do the things. I'm not gonna lie, you, you have to read the book. Like, mm. watch, watch, watch the film here, yeah, but the book is like, it's so detailed. Yeah, I'm gonna read the book first. I yeah, think, yeah, I, no, I, I definitely, the books the I, I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but Jesus um, was telling this guy, Mac, he was saying how um, when he was on earth he mm. was fully human yeah like fully good yeah. so he was he was yeah. fully human the only way he was able to perform the miracles so he didn't come to earth 
he was fully human he was fully god mm. but he came he humbled himself mm. as a human yeah. so he came with humanly qualities yeah but mm. the only way he was able to perform the way he was performing was because he was so in one with god like the yeah. relationship that he had with the father was so in one that mm. he was able to relate with the father so the holy spirit was able to work through him yeah. to perform the miracles and the wonders so even when mac was questioning um jesus about the whole trinity he was like so is there a hierarchy and then he was just like the way humans have perceived it is that there has to be a hierarchical mm. system but because we're in unity because we're in, in relationship harmony. yeah exactly that like and there is no harmony. there is no hierarchy like I, there, there's there, a difference there, in role good. yeah yeah there's a difference in, but uh, the, the family, it's kind of like um ceo cfo cto like i think i think the problem is yeah with humans we try for example I create a, a system or a software. That software uh, can't be greater than me. I've created it. You've said exactly. What How can I try and use my yeah. mind to comprehend the person that's created? You can't. Yeah. You can't. Um, we try and so we go. Uh, we try to put our it, human. How is it? How it doesn't make sense that this can be possible yeah. because he's if he's God, it doesn't it doesn't work out. It's like oh, but he created you. So if he can do this and he can do that, how, but you say he's God, but you're not trying to limit him God with human. Understanding, in the human capacity, yeah, yeah. human yeah. understanding. So, for example, they're like, oh, how can God be three in one and stuff like that? And it's just understanding, for example, that the difference is that God is one in being and three distinct persons. But that's a... That's a well, now that here and there, but in the grand scheme of things, it's one in being, three in persons. And God even, the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Even the understanding that we don't understand is... Fam, that's a, that's a testament that we serve a greater being. Like, if we could understand everything about God, there would be nothing great that we would have to worship. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. I really listened to one thing one time before. is like, the greatest honour that God did for us was making us in his image. And the greatest dishonour that we've done is making him in our image. Like, we try and create God. We try and have a God that we can comprehend. A God mm. that I can... So that, so that you can control him, so to speak. Mm, mm, it's like, oh, well, I, if I was God, I wouldn't do this. Yeah. If I was God, it's like, mm, okay, but you're not. Um, like I listened, I saw one thing. A guy was basically saying that, oh, if I had the power of God, if I had His power for twenty four hours, I would change so many things. But then if I also had His wisdom, I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. You you see this book, the Shaq. When I mean it personifies God, it personifies Him in the three persons, and then mm. it personifies um, God's wisdom mm. as well. Bro, the book is deep. Like, yeah, is is deep, fam. I I want a part two to the book, like. Like when I was, I was, I was sad when I finished the book. No, we are finishing the good book. And you're like, damn, y'all got more gems for me, man. I'm enjoying this one, man. Oh. It's it's told in like a story setting. Yeah. So like, I, I think I like I love books like that. Still. I, I think I, I enjoy love, them. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. It's teaching me something at the same time, but it's a story. So I'm just learning it as I'm reading as the story. I'm reading the story, like it was kind of like even like the latter effect. Yeah, the latter yeah. effect. So that was a good. That was a really good book. Still, mm. that was a really good book. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You got any any final points? Uh, yes, yeah, cool. So obviously, mention? in terms of what, in terms of like Jesus being the the shepherd, like when he says that he's the good shepherd, mm. in in, the, in basically to put it down like that, Jesus is basically saying that he can be everything that we need. You know, mm. we look for him. He provides for us. He leads us. He protects us. He cares for us. He can actually be everything that we need. Um, yeah, and then just moving on to in terms of like knowing how do we hear him and know his voice. Mm. I. I mastered it. Yeah, I ain't all there yet. But first and foremost, um, believing and understanding that 
he hear, we can hear his voice. Mm-hmm. We, we can hear his voice. Um, I think there's a quote uh, by A.W. Tozer, the theologian, a bit older. I think he's no longer with us, but he says, the one who does not expect God to speak will discount every single time when God does speak. Um, and I ain't got the full quote, but I think after he then says he would then go, he he he'll always go on to um, discount anything as a coincidence and things like that. But you need to first of all believe that and expect that God will speak, mm. um, knowing that He may not speak to you in an audible voice, but we have the word. Mm-hmm. This is His presentation. I would describe it as this is His love letter to us. The Bible is like His love letter. Someone you love, they write you a love letter. Mm. Thing you do is read it right, mm. and she's like, someone will say that they wanna. You can't tell me that you're interested. For example, Hebrews eleven six says that um, without faith it's impossible to please God. For you must, for those who, must, who come to God must believe that He is, and that He is a reward of those who diligently seek Him. Um, Jeremiah speaks about seek me when you seek me, seek me wholeheartedly, then you'll find me. When you actually say a lot, because a lot of people say, for one thing, me I say I want my word and my deed to be the same. In word, I can say, I want to hear God, I want to feel mm-hmm. him. But then indeed, I'm just like, have you prayed today? Have you been praying, bro? Mm-hmm. Nah, have you read your Bible? Nah. So I'm even still working on it, but it's like, I can't say that I want it, but then my actions show, show mm-hmm. it not. You know, like for example, love is in action. I can tell my, I can tell God I love her, and then she now says, I'm not showing it. Really? And geez, God loved us, and he didn't just speak it out and say mm-hmm. that he loved us, but he showed it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, love, it's just more than just saying it, but doing it, because the... I think uh, so. Like a theologian said, the more, the more, cl- um, the closer and the more we know, get to know God, the more clearly we'll be able to know His voice. Because God can speak to us through His Word. Sometimes it might not be specific, but it's like, for example, you could be praying about something. You now read the Word, and it's along the same line. It's kind of spoken to you, but for, for example, even just in terms of like when I'm reading, when you're reading the Word, and you said, "Oh, you see that," and you're thinking, "Raw, how can I?" How can I actually do that? I'm not speaking to you and showing you that uh, there's there's part of your heart mm. it still needs to change, part of your thing still needs to turn, and it's kind of like, or even for example, I could read and now realize that oh my opinion about this matter is opposed to what the word of God says, and that's even him speaking showing that okay. But when it comes to it, am I gonna now say okay, even though my opinion is this, but the word of God says otherwise, will I submit my opinion to what the word of God says mm. because I believe that your word, because I believe that you are truth, I believe that you are holy that you won't lie to me you know the devil will give us a promise you know sin i think it's like sin is like a he'll present the bait and hide the hook and then sin it gives a half promise or one degree of truth but it never fulfills his promise but god is a promise keeper so you need to believe that he's good same way like um it said when the when the shepherd comes to to the sheep and the sheep will then takes them they may be in an area where there's 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 grass to graze or whatever and it starts to lead them to another place but they trust him and they follow him because they believe that they have a good shepherd. And in that same way, we have a good shepherd. He showed it himself. I think he says it. Um, yeah. Uh, 18. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down for my own accord. I lay down my life. He, he, he lays down his life for us. He laid down his life for his sheep. That's the greatest testament of his love. No greater love than this for that down for one to lay down his life for his friend. We need to bust out the keyboard. Yeah. At this at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, like literally believe that we have a good shepherd and be willing that okay, God, I might know I, I might not always agree with what it is that I see in your word, but be honest about it. But help me to follow you, you know. Um on twist it from the bottom. Yeah. That's that's the main thing.
Um, uh, where was it? And like, yeah, literally, just like any other personal relationship, by spending time getting to know him and understand how he speaks, mm-hmm. we can do this by spending our life getting to know him, just like we can discern the voice of our mother or our father because we've spent our life getting to know them and how they speak. You know, you could have family members that are twins, maybe they sound alike, they look alike, or you can have a sibling that's a spitting image of one of, of one of your parents. Maybe they even sound like them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But because you've spent your life getting to know them, you can discern when it's them and when it's the parent. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? But that's because you spent your time getting to know them. In yeah. the same way, you're in a relationship. When it comes down to it, what the relationship between you and Christ, Christ and the church is like a, is, is like the husband, the bridegroom and the bride. Mm-hmm. There has to be intimacy. There has to be a relationship between us. So knowledge of him. The more you because like, you learn his you learn his ways and you learn his you learn his ways and you learn his oh, what's the what's the word? Basically the more you spend time in his word, you learn his ways. And when you learn when you spend time in his word and you know his ways, you begin to be able to better discern his will. So yeah, that's the important thing. Like uh, even as well, um, so I was put down the other day. Uh, for example, many of us say we want to discover God's will for us, but He's already left and made much of His will for us evidently clear in His Word. It's up to us to take responsibility to read it, believe it, and then act upon it. Uh-huh. For example, it's God's will for you to be with Him in prayer. First Thessalonians five sixteen to eighteen. It's God's will for you to abide in His Word. John eight thirty one. It's God's will for you to read it, his word, memorize it, study it, hide it in your heart and speak about it. Psalm 119 verse 11, Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 19. It's God's will for you to pursue righteousness, 2 Corinthians 7, 1. It is God's will for you to flee immorality and idolatry, 1 Corinthians 6, 18 and 1 Corinthians 10, 14. It's God's will for you to love him with all your heart and soul and mind and strength and to love your neighbor as you love yourself, Luke 10, 27. It's God's will for you to take care for the needy, to defend the weak, to help the powerless. 1 John 3.17 and Proverbs 31.8-9 It's God's will for you to make disciples that make disciples of all the nations. Matthew 28.19-20 So as a Christian, you say, I don't know what God's will for me. What's your excuse? Spend time in the word. The more you, the more you begin to do what you, he's already told us to do, then he'll reveal more. You know, so they say sometimes if you do it, you know, for example, where your parent has given you an instruction and you try to speak to them, they don't hear and say, this is what you do what I've told you to do, I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to speak to you. And God may not necessarily do the same, but he's waiting for our obedience. The more, we're, the more we, he, we can come in obedience to God, the more like, you begin to discern his will because he knows that this one is willing to do my will. Um, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, his word, Romans, Romans 12, 1 one to two says uh, Paul said I've identified basically brethren by the mercies of God um, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God for this is your reasonable worship or this is your reasonable service this is the way to worship him so it's basically like for the mercy by the mercy of God for all he has done for you this is your way to worship him you know worship is not just a song it's our obedience you know because obedience is better than sacrifice it's a lifestyle yeah so it's like the more I become obedient to God. That's me saying that I understand the mercy that you've shown me. I understand the love that you show me and the gra- the gratitude, the the, gra- the gravity of what it is that you have done for me. And because I've, I'm slowly growing to understand that love, because as I understand that love, I begin, to, I begin to love myself. And because I love myself, I'm able to love others. But it all starts from that vertical relationship. Then I, can, I want to be obedient. Even though it's, I'm not always going to be obedient because we're humans, I want to be obedient. 
and that's my way to worship you. It's not always just singing a song, you know, he hasn't blessed all of us with voices, you know, shout out to the people he has. Yeah. But I can worship you by living a life of obedience, or stri- not striving to per se, because in this life we're not necessarily striding, we're abiding, abiding in his love, abiding in his presence. So we need to spend time in his, that's another thing, spending time in his presence. When you spend time in God's presence, you may not always see it, but you never leave the same. So slowly and slowly he's changing you on the inside. Philippians 2, 13, I believe, says that God is working working in you to will and to, um, to will and to, God is working within you, giving you the desire to do what, giving you the strength and the desire to do what pleases him. Mm. So he's working in us, but at the same time, we need to work with the Holy Spirit. It's a mm. partnership. He's given us the privilege to be partners in what he's doing in the earth. And yeah, just thank God for, thank God for what he's done. It's a privilege to be a sheep to the great shepherd. Yeah. At this moment in time, if anybody, no. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Stop. Right. Yeah, man. That was um, a deeper word, stop. Yeah, uh, I just thank God for... The good, the good shepherd. Yeah, the good shepherd for real. Amen, man. Amen to that. Can you, can you man testify to God being your good shepherd? Most most definitely, bro. Um, oh, I'm still alive at the end of the day, so, you know, he's doing a great wow. job. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it, it's even... He's doing an yeah, amazing job. It's even, it's even deeper than just even being alive. Just, just yeah. the change in mindset, the change in the hope. Um, what would you say in this 2020 good shepherd like, what would you testify the good shepherd to you in this 2020 um, for example we spoke about he loves us the way we are but he loves us too much to let us stay the same for me um, when I realised that it's bigger than me it's not about how I feel it's not about my comfort in the moment uh, a parent you can allow your child to seize discomfort in a, in a moment for the greater good when you were younger maybe I don't know about you you might might not might not have enjoyed injections but your parent knew that for the greater good you needed to have this injection so they allow you to feel that pain for a moment because they know for the greater good God is more concerned with my character than my comfort he wants me to reflect his son he wants me to reflect Jesus 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 the one who came as the God man is the perfect reflection of how a human being should be this was who who we should have been before the fall, so to speak. Mm. And that's the image in which we're trying to be molded back into. You know, we're the clay, he's the potter. And just being able to submit to the potter and allowing him to mold me. Um, it's a, yeah, it's a privilege. Uh, it's not always been easy, you know. Uh, I think there's a, in Psalms 32, 8 to 9, there's a thing where it speaks about um, that when he leads you, don't don't resist and things like that. And obviously we're human beings, so sometimes you, you know, I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to go this way, or I don't want to learn, but for me, I think. I don't like you here. One thing for me, I kind of realised that I felt like um, in the last year, at some point, I think like in November, I remember about this time last year, actually, uh, I remember I asked God, like, are we trying to teach me in this season? And the th- I felt like the things that came to my mind, the three uh, things that came to my mind, they were like more internal things than external. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's one thing I think I've definitely been feeling like God's been working from the inside out. And that's kind of that. It's funny because that's how this Christian walk is. It's it's an internal change that that is, that is shown externally. Mm. It's not a behavior modification thing. It's a heart change. Our heart changes. That's why it speaks about it. he'll give you a new heart. He'll put in a heart of flesh, and he's put because he'll put our spirit in us so that we'll be able to walk in his statutes and his decrees. It's not just about because, for example, I I will say like this before giving my life to Christ, I was already, so to speak, becoming a good person. I wasn't doing every bad thing I did when I was younger. I wasn't as violent as I was. I wasn't as conflict um, conflict ready as I was. I was technically I wasn't the right person. You know, yeah, I was a good person, but that's not enough to get me to heaven. That's not. It's what it's all about, just being a good person. There are many good people, yeah. but then it comes down to it and says, 
first of all, when you say you're good, it's even it's even coming from a place of pride because nobody is good. Yeah, like when you speak of good, whose standard is good for us? In James, I believe it speaks that if you fall, if you um fail the law in any part, you're guilty of all. So even if I've never seen in my life and I lied once, that's I'm still failed the law. The only way you can achieve the only way you can achieve salvation in your own means is if you are perfect in the law. None of us are perfect, so it's impossible. That's how you actually meant to understand the gravity of Jesus Christ being our atonement offering, our sin offering. He's mm. taking the sacrifice for us. The penalty of what it is that we deserved, he took it upon himself. And now because of that, we're able to now, for example, like people go, how can I be, how can you tell me that someone good is not going to go to heaven? First of all, your standard of, our standard of good is very um, flawed compared to what God's standard of good. God's standard of good is perfect. Everyone's, got, everyone's got their own Secondly, of good and wrong. Exactly. Secondly, the standard, the requirement isn't to be good. The requirement is to be righteous. We can only be righteous in Christ because of, in Isaiah it says that our righteousness is like a filthy rag. So if I was by my own righteousness before God, it's like a filthy rag. If I was to stand before the holiness of God's presence without without being in Christ, you would probably, you know, that's why they said that no one can see God and die yeah. and, not, and live because you can't stand before a holy God with, with, with us being such sinful beings. But because of the sacrifice of Christ, when he sees us, he sees us as doing, as have, having fulfilled the work of Christ. He sees Christ's blood. He sees us through Christ's blood as faultless. That's why in Jude 1, 24 it speaks about uh, now to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and present you faultless and blameless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy not because we are blameless not because we are faultless but because he sees us through the blood of Christ that sacrifice shows us that we are justified legally we have been made right in his sight um, yeah what about yourself Jane? Sorry, guys. Bro, I need to do more reading, all right? Bro. Like that, bro. This guy was talking for four minutes. Bro, bro. Now when I answer, I feel like it's just going to be like, no. <laughs> what the hell, man? Uh, I'm just here asking the questions. Uh, bro, like, <laughs> I'm going to put myself in the question box. Uh, gosh. Um, well, th- uh, this year, probably, um, how I feel like God's been my shepherd, I think he's just kind of... Um, I'd say maybe oh, how can I say it? Uh not like a visionary but he's kind of given me um the confirmation I needed and he's also molded me into the man that he wants me to become. Um he's also kind of I haven't fully been pruned. I don't even know if I've even started the pruning process. But I know that there's certain stuff that I need to get rid of before I can not reach the next stage of my life but that I know I can be the the man that I need to become um so I've kind of during lockdown and everything like that I've kind of learned that um you know I need to be more patient with people um <laughs> I think that's that's that, that's probably the main thing that I'm finding maybe patient having patience not everyone can run on my time and how I've got to got got be wary of other people as well um probably is also giving me like probably help he's he's definitely helped me in terms of uh being slow to speak and actually thinking before sometimes i speak because it used to be crazy before this year it used to be uh, a different kind of level but now I'm, I'm more you know is there something you want to say whereas the way that you're looking like that's my face mate well that <laughs> face boy <laughs> but um yeah no that um yeah, no, that's kind of that's that's kind of it. I just feel like he's kind of molded me into the man that 
I'm I'm going to become the man that I need to become um, in order to lead the next generation and of lead a family at the end of the day. I think that's kind of it, really. I think just to add, that, add to that as well, I've like from outside looking in as well, like uh, he's definitely been your provision as well. He's um, he's cared for you, he's been he's provided for you this year. Can't, like yeah, bro. 2020, man. <laughs> them, 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 them haymakers, man. They've been brushing. I've been getting them hit. I mean, I've been taking them hit. Mm-hmm. But Junior, the, the good shepherds come up and give you the shoulder roll. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's no even then, there's even. I think he's kind of giving me. Yeah, I think he's giving me um, just the ability to like. There's, there's been a like. There's been a couple major setbacks in terms of maybe I didn't pass this exam, so I'm doing this longer. Or you know, certain stuff will work and all of that. Yeah, see, so it's it's kind of just been teaching me in my time, not your time. I might have thought I might have done this now, but yeah. I say when it's finished, I, I'm the one that says it's finished, which I which I kind of do understand. So yeah, no, it's it's, it's definitely taught me a, a lot about about patience and knowing that it's not like my will is. It, but my life is not, it's not my life at the end of the day he's in control of what goes on um, so, so so yeah uh, Iman what about you um, I definitely say that he's the one that has led me throughout this whole year um, in terms of being my shepherd I've definitely seen him um, the thing is I can't even say that I've seen him but I've seen him at work in my life in the sense of um, I I was reading and it was saying it's not God that will um, allow evil to happen but he will use the evil and the setbacks to still bring forth his glory Mm. he will still use the situations that life will throw at you to bring forth what he intends for you, which is peace, assurance, and all that good stuff that he's promised us. Um, And I can definitely say that um, in the way that 2020 has gone, um, it hasn't gone according to my plans. um, But it's opening my eyes in the in the in these latter in these latter stages of 2020. My eyes are definitely being open to understand that his way is not my way, mm-hmm. um, and his thoughts are not my thoughts. Um, but the vision and the purpose that he has for me are still for good, and they're still for my good. Um, it's just that I know he wants more from me. Um, so I know he requires a lot. So um, it's just accepting instead of fighting his will, mm-hmm. um, accepting his will. Because I feel like sometimes I've made it complex for myself. I've been so lax in excusing myself and being sucked sucked into the world and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> can't relate. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding, just kidding, but, just kidding. Um he's like I 
feel like it's it's just like you know when he 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 be like you've had your fun man like come on like like all right let's get to work now oh you still you still want to have your fun go have your fun i'll be here waiting you know as i always am um and it's funny because i remember like in college there was a piece that i wrote um waiting patiently and i always like I always refer back to it and it's, I was just saying in that piece that God, Jesus will just be there patiently waiting for us to come back to him. Um, and that's what I've just been seeing in 2020 that Rav, even in a, even in a pandemic, in, even in lockdown, he's still not going to force or impose himself on me. Um, but he's just waiting for me to take that first step um, back to him and to pick up from where we left off. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like um, it's been a it's been a very insightful year with my good shepherd. Um, not not just yours, man. No. Yeah, it's been very it's been very insightful. Um, yeah, fam. Twenty twenty is boy, boy, boy. We can write volumes of books. Yeah. <sighs> and we still here at the end of the day, man. We still here, man. We still more. And we gonna finish strong. God's not done with me yet. Basically, but yeah, man. But we done with this part right now. Real, because I can't lie, man. So no, yeah. Okay. But yeah, um. <laughs> so yeah, man. That was basically Bishop's Corner. No, I'm joking, but still. Uh, Everybody shout hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So, um, but that's basically episode 30, man. I don't know what more you want me to say. Babe, I can. You sure you don't want to close it out with a. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You but can decide that now. Thank you. It's your boy, Aki. So, yeah, man. Um, episode 30. Um, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for sharing. Um, Hope you're able to take something away from from this conversation mm. and even if you have any other questions bruv DM the DM the our um, boys and stuff or like Baltimore engage himself <laughs> the our um, boys and stuff <laughs> and I can give you a personal message yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah um, he will be re- replying directly because <laughs> those questions are deep <laughs> uh, I'm screaming but yeah with that being said um, episode 30 it's been Junior it's your boy Akin. your favourite email and that's about it. Peace. Love, guys.